Welcome to a special episode of Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian All. This week, we're previewing the Highland League Cup final between Bucky Thistle and Rothis. The end of a quite extraordinary 2019-20 season, which will see the two muddy clubs compete for silverware at Kynan Park in Keith. On the podcast, we'll hear from both camps, Graham Stewart, Bucky Thistle manager, and Rothis attacker Ali Sutherland will join me very shortly and we'll hear from the neutral viewpoint of Craig Christie from the Northern Scott newspaper as well. Well, let's start our preview now by uh, talking to the Bucky Thistle camp and welcome onto the podcast a man who is Mentioned uh, on a podcast a few weeks ago uh, by Liam Keogh, it's none other than Bucky Thistle manager Graham Stewart. Graham, first of all, good memories of the House of Pain in Inverness. <laughs> he did. Uh, he talked about the, the boxing gloves. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I don't know about it. About it. <laughs> he, he told us all about it, and he, he said that uh, there was a. Many a good day, uh, many a good night slash uh, weekend had in the house of pain. It was. I've been almost scared of the a big strong lad, and everyone was scared of boxing. I was the only one that was that said, oh dear, but I wish I never liked it. <laughs> 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 it pretty quick after. So, uh, but no, he was a great lad. At house of pain, I had a lot of memories there, mate. Quite a lot of stories. <laughs> uh, there's a few guys that we've spoke to about uh, about those, uh, those times that. Uh, at Cali Thistle, but from the House of Pain to Joy, hopefully you'll be feeling on, on Saturday afternoon, as you, as we all know, you're manager of Bucky Thistle, you've got a big game this weekend as well. Uh, first of all, Graham, how proud were you of the, the your team at the weekend? Because you you overcame uh, quite an epic game, you were down to 10 men, you won it on penalties in the end as well, but also it was your first competitive game back after everything we've been through. How proud were you? Of your of your boys and bro at the weekend. Um, I mean, I mean, it's probably as proud as I've ever been after a game. And um, like you say, we, I don't even played in seven months competitive. And um, all our pre-season games were against junior teams again. Brilliant they played us, but all due respect, you know, we you know we didn't play against a team of high league class and above. So we we're so we we're setting our own standards and training, which is difficult. I kept saying that to the guys during the pre-season. I said, look, you know, once you once you play against like a bro run. Crazy about teams like that, the standards higher, so we need to set our own standards in the dead. And like you say, a lot of things went against us in that game on, on Sunday. A lot of things, um, I some from our own fault, but some maybe decisions not going our way. And they keep coming back and back and showing the fighting spirit. And it was just, like I said, so proud after the game. It's proud of being after any game in the whole management career. And I suppose um, a sense of relief as well. I mean, it's been a horrible kind of couple of months for everyone you know everyone's been affected by lockdown etc but you know to get back playing I mean I know you've played friendlies but playing competitive football it must have been a relief to for yourself and your, and your players and everyone involved in Bucky to actually you know to get out there and play again it was and winning winning talked it off because mm-hmm. you know like you say we're, our focus was for that game for the last four, four or five weeks and all the effort going to Bucky twice a week you know, the big bus journey off, all the pre-match stuff, you know, the tactics, going through the shape, talking about their players, it's all, you know, and you think that one penalty 
um, can change your team, and then we go home very disappointed. And, you know, listen, I'll you know, yes, we're proud to be played well, but you've got to say fair play to Broad as well. I thought they were unbelievable on the day. Um, you know, they're the best team in the league just now. They won the league. They showed great character. Better come back twice. Um, you know, from us being one up and, you know, came back to 1 1 2 up 2 1, came back to 2 2, goals, lost kick the ball and extra time. So I thought they showed great spirit. It was a great advertisement for the high league. So just a, a top game. And, and the good thing for us is it shows that we can maybe hopefully now go to places like Roller and like Fred's but compete because it's been a few years since we felt like we're on that level. But I think hopefully we're going to Now, you mentioned just off mic there, you've had a light session with the guys uh, at the start of the week. We're recording this at the start of Cup Final Week. Obviously, the the, it'll all kind of um, build up nicely to Saturday. How much are you uh, looking forward to, to Saturday against Rothis at, at Kynard Park? Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, you know, it's final. It's almost been over the final. I don't think we've not been in one for about four and a half, five years. Mm-hmm. And I think clubs like Buckets should be in finals more often. And we're not. So, you know, it's a test of players to go and try and finish it off. But, I mean, Rothis will be thinking exactly the same. I mean, they were they played well against Martin and Great result for them. Both of us were in those games underdogs. You know, everyone probably thought it was a for Martin. Yeah, but both teams are strong and working, and we've got through. And now, you know, it's one of those games that never turns up, and, and once it the most is probably going to win it. And I hope it's us and, and Ross Jack and his players. I hope it's them, and it's going to be a massive battle. Am I right in saying you, you've not played Rothis this season? The two games that you had scheduled against them were both called off. Um, so in that respect, what are you what are you expecting from Ross Jack's side this weekend? Well, very well organised and very fit. I mean, Ross, team manager, he pedigree, played at a high level himself professionally and coached at a high level. So, you know, I mean, he knows football inside and out and um, well respected. So when you've got a manager like him, your team's going to be organised. You know, it's just a part, they're going to be organised, they're going to be fit. He won't play the players or a team that's not fit enough. Um, so they're going to compete, he won't accept. Standard. I like to think I'm like that as well as a manager. You set standards and you want players to, to be at that level, and if they're not, they're not going to be in your team. So, you know, we know it's going to be ridiculously hard, probably harder than Sunday, because it's a step further. It's a final, it will be harder than Sunday. So, um, really hard game. And like I said, we're all up for it, but we know it's going to be a massive, a massive challenge. Now, as you mentioned there, it's Bucky's first. Cup final, Highland League Cup final, certainly in a few years. Um, the last time you won the trophy back in 2012. Uh, what would it mean for you to to win the trophy uh, this weekend, given the fact that what's happened over the last couple of months, the, the whole season's been prolonged and it's been a, a while since we've actually had you know competitive football. What would it mean for you to, to win the trophy and cap off a, a good season for you? Well, me personally, um, it would be amazing because it's... Uh, it's what I aim for as a manager is to get a winning team. And, you know, I've always wanted to get a team then go on the pitch and compete at the highest level in my own league. And the last couple of years have been hard for me personally. I'm a manager of the team because through situations like injuries and players leaving that we've not been able to compete at the highest level. So now, at the highest level in my own league, mm-hmm. now I think we're there. And I want, you know, I, I hope Bucky can now stay there two, three, four years challenging, bro, challenging and really challenging phase of it. So for me, you know, I want us to be at that level. It's, it, that's what drives me for the club and for the fans and that. You know, it's massive because everyone does Bucky probably the biggest team, uh, team in terms of fan base and the high league. It's a huge club um, and the fans love for Bucky, you know, and, and the players. It's, it's a funny club, Bucky, because, you know, which, it, not, not a lot of people leave it. I mean, you leave it, they tend to go back. I mean, I think it was three times I've left and kept going back with a bad penny. 
and then you know it's a club that a lot of people like and it's you know got a family feel about it and it's just going to mean so much to the, the town and to the fans if, if we can go on and do it so we're, we're trying to do it for them you mentioned fans there of course no fans are allowed inside the ground but the Highland League have to be commended for the the, the streaming service that's available this weekend as well and I'm sure there'll be a lot of fans uh, neutral fans as well as Rothis and Bucky fans tuning in this weekend to see who wins the, the cup final Graham thanks for spending some time and uh, I wish you all the best on, on Saturday afternoon thank you very much so that was Graham Stewart manager of Bucky Thistle now let's get the perspective from the McKessick Park men uh, joining me now is Ali Sutherland, Rothis attacker, Rothis goal-scoring hero at the weekend as well. Ali, uh, first of all, uh, talk to us about your emotions from Saturday. You scored with about what, five minutes to go to take the game in, into extra time. And then the winner from Craig Cormack as well to send Rothis through to the final. Talk to us about your, your feelings from that epic semi-final. Um, obviously delighted, first and foremost, to go through into the final. It was a... It was an exciting game, like you just said, to, if you were watching it. Um, there was chances for both teams. I thought for more, it maybe had the better of uh, possession, but I think we created a lot of a lot of chances. They created a few as well, to be fair. Um, and then when they went one nil up, I don't think we ever panicked on that. We still kept playing, still kept trying to create chances and that. And, uh, and we, got a, we got a goal five minutes before the end. And then once we got that goal, um, I think we felt quite comfortable that we could go on and win it from there. We were always confident going into the game. Because um, we bet them bet them 2-0 just before before lockdown and that. Mm-hmm. So we were always confident going into the game. We knew it would be a tough game though. Um, but yeah, just delighted to get the win. A tough game against Bucky, I'm sure. Watched the game on Sunday, it was a good... It's quite a good game. They sat in a bit against Brora, but they done well. They took their chances, loaded their luck at times, but it's what you have to do going up to Brora. It's a tough place to go. We just spoke to Bucky manager Graham Stewart there as well, and I talked to him about, I mean, Brora were the only side out of the four at the weekend that had played any competitive football. They had the three games in the Betfred League Cup. Uh, Bucky, like yourselves, were playing for the, the first time competitively. How was it for yourself um, getting back into the, the swing of things after you know lockdown and, and what's happened over the last couple of months. Yeah, it was great to get back. Um, I don't know. I enjoy you enjoy the time off because um, you get a bit of free time. Go back into my golf and all that. But mm-hmm. then as soon as you're back playing and score a goal and win a game, you you realise how much you miss uh, miss all that. So it was great to get back like back playing. Um, but yeah, as you said, it was such a long time off. Um, and obviously Brora were the ones that were playing competitive games I didn't know which which way the game would go on Sunday if Brora would be tired or if they would just be sharper but Bucky Bucky done really well considering Brora um, have been playing um, top flight opposition and teams like Cove and all that as well so our first game back I was absolutely shocked first competitive game back 120 minutes I think only only lasted 190 minutes in pre-season so, my legs are a bit sore on the Sunday. <laughs> You're feeling it. Um, you uh, you mentioned, well, I think Ross Jack actually mentioned after the game, it was the it was a first ever win for Rothis at North Lodge Park as well. And I'm sure the club will be hoping for another first this weekend as well. It's their 
second only uh, appearance in a Highland League Cup final. They lost that in 2010, 10 years on. You'll be hoping to go one step closer and, and, and win the trophy for the first time. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, it's been a... If we're still classing this, it's last season, aren't we? So mm-hmm. it's been a great season um, to finish third. I think that's the second highest finish, is it, in Rolf's history? And then I, obviously, the second cup final in 10 years. And I think it's... I think I heard somewhere it was only the third or fourth ever. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Okay. So it's been some season for for everyone at Rothis and just hopefully can top it off on Saturday whatever happens so the boys can be proud of themselves for it's been such a good season but obviously we'd like to like to win on Saturday and put the cherry on top that'd be brilliant yeah it's almost like a bit of a fairy tale story isn't it because over the last couple of seasons you know, Rothis have, have gradually improved season over uh, season upon season and I know there's a bit of investment behind the scenes of course but it's been a gradual investment as well, and I think that it would be nice for you know, the, as you say, the, the cherry on top, the icing on the cake. You know, to I mean, I know there are bigger plans. Of course, Rothis want to improve year on upon year, and a trophy at the weekend would just would just help aid that that um, that improvement along nicely. Yeah, they have invested a wee bit, obviously, but not much. I think it's just been a few players, kind mm-hmm. of every every kind of year. It's not been major changes. It's been. Progressing uh, a steady rate, I'd say. Jack Maley's obviously the longest serving player. He's he's been there four or five years now. I think mm-hmm. he's got about a hundred. Uh, he's just coming up to hundred appearances, um, and he was obviously back for that game on Saturday. So um, it was good to have him there. It was really good seeing him again for the final. But yeah, and hopefully we can pay back um, the Rothis. Off this board to say um, for the investment and yeah everything they've done with progressing the the team and the work they've done on the park they've done loads of work over the uh, lockdown they mm-hmm. retrained the park and so it was looking good and we trained on it and had a friendly on it. Talk to us about Ross Jack because uh, Ross Ross has come in a you know a very experienced player back in his day and you know the management the, the work he's done at Amara. Management level as well. I mean, I know he did did a very good job at Elgin City as well. Very highly respected coach. Talk to us about working with Ross Jack. How has he improved this Rothis side with his with his coaching skills and, and, and qualities? I can't put my finger on one thing. Um, I really enjoy working working under Ross. When he first came in, kind of kept everything the same, mm-hmm. playing four four two three one. I think I don't know if it was a couple of injuries or. I can't remember what it was, but then he changed it to a three-five-two, and everything just seemed to click from there. And yeah, it's just a pleasure to work for, um, to play under, and gets you right up for every game. So yeah, hopefully, long may that continue. And just finally, Ali, obviously, a big game this weekend as well. Obviously, no supporters will be allowed uh, into Kynick Park, although um, there will be an opportunity for supporters to watch online. There'll be the streaming of the the cup final. Uh, online and supporters are able to, to purchase that. Uh, talk to us about what it would mean for yourself personally to, to go on uh, and win the trophy with Rothis this weekend. Uh, it obviously mean a lot um, to me personally because I really started enjoying my football round um, at Rothis. Um, it's obviously at Elgin before, wasn't playing so much mm-hmm. and it's hard to enjoy the football then. Um, and now at Rothis, all my mates are there and great bunch of boys. 
great manager, um, the chairman, all the committee and that. Um, so it would be great, great to win the cup for for office and yeah, just really looking forward to Saturday. And it'll be a tough game against Bucky. Um said so an exceptional on Saturday. But um yeah, hopefully we can get the win. Well, it's not too far away, and Ali, we wish you all the very best at the weekend against Bucky Thistle. As you said, it'll be a very tough cup final, but uh, all the best, and all the best to the rest of the guys at Rothis as well. Thank you very much, Ian. So now for a neutral view on this weekend's cup final, um, we're going to welcome onto the podcast the Northern Scots sports editor and a goalkeeper that single-handedly guided the MFR team of 2006 to the Lossy Fans Tournament Toilet Bowl semi-finals. Craig Christie, Craig, how are you? I'm okay, Ian. That's, uh, that's going back a fair bit. That. Anyway, that's oh, a, no. a long-distant memory, that one. 14, 14 years ago, and you were performing heroics in the goal uh, at Lossy. And In fact, uh, my, my memory is so vivid of that afternoon because it was a, a cracking day. It was applying the, uh, applying the suntan lotion anyway, but uh, you were all in black and you were... I tell you what, you were pulling off uh, wonder stop after wonder stop in the goal. I was hoping for a contract somewhere along the lines after that, but it didn't happen. That was pretty much the end of my goalkeeping career after that. It's a shame. <laughs> well, mine's, I think mine's, uh, I think mine's started and ended two years uh, after that when we got trounced in the group stages. But let's 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 talk about that, uh, Craig. We're going to talk about the um, the Highland League Cup final this weekend. Great connection, of course. You're heavily involved in Murray football and two Murray sides will contest for the cup final, the trophy this weekend at Keith Kynick Park in Keith at Rothes against Bucky Thistle. Two teams who are just back from, well, they're playing their first competitive game since March. First of all, let's look at the semi-finals. Two dramatic days, two incredible games. Great that both were uh, over live stream as well, so supporters could could watch them in the in the comfort of their own home. What did you um, think of the the both semi finals? First of all, the Rothis one, which they eventually won an extra time. Well, it was it was certainly a case of Rothis going into the game with the, you saw the odds stacked against them with the amount of players that they had missing uh, for Martin were, were favourites. Rothis had never won at North Lodge Park, and Rothis just went there with a spirit saying, you know, nothing to lose. They you know, they, they competed well. I think with the first games back, you talk about the lockdown and everything, there's always going to be a, a period of these matches when it's just finding your feet again. And and the first matches back tend to be really close affairs with, with neither side really wanting to commit themselves too much. And I think that was very much the case in this game. They had to sort of find their way into the match. Rothis, so, you know, it's a, a brand new team really in terms of like some of the players that they had to bring in to the squad down to the bare bones they managed to make some signs at this 11th hour mm-hmm. just to sort of make up five subs really on the day and um, but the, the players they had in the park as I spoke to Ross Jack during the week it was always a case that he was going to have a strong 11 on, on the pitch with the, the quality of the players that they got you know, they finished third in the league last year and um, there was no fears that they were going to compete well in the game and they really did rise to the occasion and the late equaliser from Ali Sutherland taking it into extra time I just had a feeling that they were going to go on and win it after that, which they certainly did in style. Yeah, they did. On Sunday, Bucky, again, uh, the game went to extra time, went all the way to penalties. Um, Bucky playing their first competitive game, we talked about that kind of unpredictable nature of what was going to happen, but Brora, 
I think more disappointing not to make the final because they did have the three okay up against tough opponents in Hibs and Dundee uh, and they managed to, to get a draw and then force it into penalties against Cove midweek as well but they did have three games but Bucky uh, fairly impressive and, and fully merited uh, their, their place in the final after a, a terrific game at Dungeon Park Definitely yeah I mean again Bucky we're, we're underdogs going into this match as well but when I've been speaking to Graham Stewart throughout the, the lockdown period and he's, he's a man with, with great confidence in his squad he feels he's working with the best squad he's, he's ever had as manager of Bucky and he's got great faith it's a young side there's a, a, a great future ahead for, for some of the players they've got there and they've, they've recruited really well some players that have been in the books of Ross County for instance and they they just seem to have a, a, a pattern a play a quality about them in, in the middle of the park they're very very strong and a really strong bench this season as well the only question marks sometimes with the bucket teams in recent seasons has been whether they sort of turn their chances into goals and mm-hmm. they maybe don't have a, a 25 goal a season striker in their ranks at the moment, not since the days of John McLeod and Chris Angus when he was there. But they they, um, they got their noses in front twice, just seemingly heartbroken at the very end. And Brora never, ever give up. They always keep fighting to the very death. And uh, and then it's it's penalties. Anything can happen then. But but you know, great credit to Bucky for for you know matching the best team in the Highland League on their own patch and getting the reward in the end. Now the the League Cup final will be classed as the 2019-20 season winners. The 2019-20 season has been to to sum up pretty incredible because of what's happened with COVID etc. But when you look at on paper. Rothas against Bucky Thistle in a cup final. Both sides had a very good season last year, obviously interrupted uh, middle of March by the coronavirus pandemic. But fourth and fifth in the league table, both on 53 points as well. Okay, there was that big lull in the middle of the season or the kind of end of the season there, but, but both have got a real chance to, to kind of cap off what's been a, a crazy but a decent season for them. Definitely. Um, in Rothas's case, it's a, it's a bit of a fairy tale for where they've They've come from uh, the depths of the Highland League and they've, they've risen up there, although they've, they've had significant finance to kind of boost the squad. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And they've, they've brought some real quality in. They've never won the tournament before. Bucky have won it, I think, eight times before. Yep. And, you know, there's just a, a sort of fairy tale feeling about the Rothes side of it, but Bucky won't be interested in that in the slightest. They, you know, they'll, I think they will start as slight favourites, I think, in terms of the depth they've got in their squad. They they will be the slight favourites, but you know the two favourites in the semi-finals. I, I feel both ended up in the losing side. So it's all about how it happens on the day. Two really strong, really strong midfields. I think is the strongest areas in both teams. They've got an embarrassment of riches in the middle of the park. Both both uh, possibly two of the strongest midfields in the whole Highland League. I think actually, and they'll create numerous chances and. It's all about who takes those chances on the day. You know, get goal-scoring midfielders on both sides as well, and it, it's going to be a great final. I think it really is going to be a great final on, on a Tynock Park pitch, which is going to suit them both as well because it's an absolutely superb condition. Going by the photos I've seen over the summer. That's right. I'm, I'm sure I saw a few images of Tynock Park online, and well, it's a pitch that's had practically no football played on it, so it, it'll be in it'll be in top condition. The game will be streamed. Uh, online as well details which you can find on on twitter uh, to subscribe to what's going to be a, a pretty incredible final you mentioned there the midfield departments for both sides 
who are the match winners potentially for both sides in your opinion? Well, I mean, Rothis, I mean, they've, they've obviously recruited some players from Cali Thistle, Jack Brown and Ross Gunn. Ross Gunn, who made his debut there at the, the weekend, came on uh, from the bench and really made a difference for Rothis in the, obviously taking the match into, into extra time. These, these players are exciting young players that have got a point to prove. You've got some real quality from like Sir Fraser Robertson as a player I've always admired. He was he was one of the, the leading lights in the, the Clark side before he made the move to Rothis. Ali Southern's more of a, an attacking midfielder joining the strikers. Craig Cormack's one of the local guys in the team um, who's, who's really risen to Highland League football and, and makes a big impact. Obviously got the winning goal there at the weekend. Ali McKenzie and Alan Pollock. You know, the players who have been round the block in the Highland League Real quality, but when you move on to Bucky, the, you just have to look at their bench and some of the players that don't get into their team. You know, the likes of Craig Cowie, Scott Adams, uh, Sean Wood, Kyle McLeod. These guys didn't play on on Saturday in the starting eleven. Uh, Kevin Fraser, the captain, is just a player who who just controls matches. And Sam Pugh is a, is an addition that uh, came in having had a spell in America as well. He's a player who always impressed me when I saw him playing for Keith. And, and Graham Stewart's been speaking very highly about him. Andy McCaskill, Callum Murray, who's again a local boy who's really, really worked hard to stay in the in the, the Bucky ranks. He's finally getting his reward now with regular starts in the team, and really excites the fans when he plays as well. So, as I say, I, I called it an embarrassment of riches. I think there's some great quality in the middle of the park there for both teams. Now, I'm sure that after what's happened over the last couple of months, we we talked about you know footballers getting back. Uh, playing football again, um, fans watching football again. No doubt, as a as a sports writer, you know you'd rather be writing about football, uh, what's happening on the pitch rather than off it. Um, and I know that you'll be getting your teeth into a cracking cup final at the weekend as well, uh, and match reports and interviews with players, managers after the game, etc. As well. How do you see it going then? You mentioned Bucky Thistle, the favourites. How do you? Um, what colour ribbons will be around the, the trophy come five o'clock, potentially even longer on Saturday evening? You're putting me on the spot there. <laughs> it's, it, it really is going to be a close one. I mean, it's, Bucky, in terms of the preparation for the match, Bucky have, have got a lot of pre-season games under their belt, scored a lot of goals, played more games than Rothis did, and um, you know scored goals. But it was, was, it was against junior opposition, so it, it's a... That's certainly a step up in opposition for them. They, when they go to Brora and, and get a result, that's going to fill any team with confidence. But Rothis, I've got a couple of players back this weekend as well. They, um, they've got Greg Main back in the midfielder. He's one midfielder I didn't mention mm-hmm. next there in County mm-hmm. midfielder. He's served his suspension. He comes back into the reckon now. He's a great player as well. And it's, it is, it's going to be a midfield battle and it's going to be who takes the chances, who's the, the, the sort of sharpest in front of goal. I just think there's maybe just a few more goal scorers in the in the Bucky team who could be potential match winners for them and it might just be enough just with the, the, the strength they've got in depth as well and the players that maybe they can take off the bench to just edge it on the day. It's going to be a tense game and it might even be extra time again in this one. It's going to be a really close game but if I was being pushed I would probably just go for Bucky to take it. Well, given the way that the two semi-finals ended up, we're hoping for uh, more drama on Saturday afternoon in Keith Rothis against Bucky Thistle in the Highland League Cup final. Craig, uh, brilliant to, to speak to you again. It's been a while since uh, since I saw you. 
Um, hopefully we'll get to a catch-up at Borough Briggs in the, in the near future, but uh, all the best. And, uh, and I, I know you'll be at Borough Briggs at the weekend, but I'm sure you'll be watching and, uh, and keen to, to find out uh, what happens in Keith this weekend. I, I might even try to watch a live stream while watching a live game as well at the same time. That might be a, a, a challenge for me, but uh, I'll have great interest in both games anyway. And who said men can multitask, eh? <laughs> well, I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, brilliant. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Ian. All the best. Thank you for listening to this week's Highland Football Weekly preview show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's at Highland Weekly. Or like us on Facebook, HFW Podcast.